SAFM Sports Wrap. Into SAFM Sports Wrap we go. Thank you very much, Hannah. Money Web Team back again on Monday. Coming up on this evening's show, we'll hear from South African bowling coach Alan Donald, who's been to a World Cup before, a couple of them as a player. He was involved in 1992 as well, so uh, definitely come full circle. We'll hear from him on this, uh, this evening's show. We'll also chat to Tabo September from Super Sport United ahead of their clash against Mpumalanga Black Aces tomorrow. And then we'll chat Super Rugby with Craig Ray. It is the start of the Super Rugby season this weekend. We'll chat all about that tonight as well. And talking of the Proteas, they get their 2015 ICC Cricket World Cup campaign underway in less than 48 hours. The squad put in a solid four-hour training session at Seddon Park in Hamilton ahead of the opener against Zimbabwe. That takes place on Sunday, the training today. Uh, Fahan Behadin remains the only injury concerning the squad. The all-rounder has picked up a lower back strain. He was able to bat today, but bowling is an issue. The tournament uh, was officially opened today in Christchurch, but the action officially starts tomorrow when co-host New Zealand play Sri Lanka at the Hagley Oval in Christchurch and England play Australia in Melbourne. There was one World Cup warm-up match today. Afghanistan beat the United Arab Emirates by 14 runs. In the Momentum One Day Cup final that's taking place right now, the Cobras won the toss. They chose to bat. They're currently 283 for the loss of six in the final over. And, uh, yeah, they just faltered there slightly. They were 184 for one after 33, so definitely slowed down there, but uh, against the Titans. In football news, Polokwane City have completed the signing of midfielder Jabulani Nene. Nene completed a free transfer after leaving Chippa United last month. He signed a year-long contract with an option to renew. Looking ahead to this weekend's fixtures, Free State Stars host Amatak's Platinum Stars at home to Pirates. Maritzburg United travel to uh, Chipper United and Supersports United are away to Mpumalanga Black Aces in Nelspreet. Those games kick off at 3.30. The late game sees Polokwane City host Morocco Swallows. Also, Cap Champions League action to look forward to tomorrow. Mamelodi Sundowns are away to St. Mitchell United with Kaiser Chiefs welcoming Township Rollers. In England, informed Spurs striker Harry Kane's been named as Player of the Month for January and Andy Carroll looks likely to miss uh, at least a month's action due to knee ligament injury that he has picked up. 2015 Super Rugby season got underway this morning in New Zealand's seven-time champions and last year's losing finalists, the Crusaders, were stunned at home by the Melbourne Rebels by 20 points to 10. The defeat, however, was overshadowed by the loss of all-black fly-half Dan Carter, who left the field midway through the second half with a lower leg injury. This morning's other fixtures saw the Brumbies run in six tries and hammer the Reds by 47 points to three. Tonight, uh, the Lions host the Hurricanes at 10 past 7. The Blues face the Chiefs tomorrow morning. The Cheetahs travel to Durban to play the Sharks. The Bulls welcome the Stormers. And then on Sunday, the Waratahs up against the Force. In European goal to action, Miguel Angel Jimenez leads uh, into the weekend at the True Thailand Classic at Black Mountain. Nick Dye filed this report. Jimenez won on the Champions Tour in the USA a few weeks ago. He already holds the record for being the oldest winner on the European Tour and he's relishing the chance to clinch two a title number 22 at the age of 51. He's feeling under the weather this week, struggling with a mild bout of flu, but it's not affecting his controlled game and the regular amount of birdies he's making. Kiradek Afi Barnrat has moved second with fellow home star Tongchai Jaidi also enjoying the home support, a 66 for third spot. First round leader Michael Hoey hasn't had the birthday present he wanted, shooting a level par round to remain eight under and now tied six.
Speaking after that opening round 66, this is what Kimeneth had to say. Well, what do you want me to tell you when you make 66? Please. I want to tell you it's very disappointing with the bogey on the last. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, no I play very well, playing very solid. You know, it's a uh, whole couple of parties. That's why you need to make 66, no? Obviously, uh, always happy, no, when you make on the par. Well, Scott Hen, Richard Lee, Tongtai JD tied for third on nine under the leading South Africans. JB Kruger, his six off the pace uh, on five under par. In tennis news, defending champion Thomas Burdish romped to a 6-1-6-4 victory over Gail Morphy in the World Tennis Tournament quarterfinals. Uh, that's taking place in Rotterdam. Burdish next plays Gilles Simon, who beat top-seeded Andy Murray a short while ago, 6-4 and 6-2. Coming up next, uh, we hear from Alan Donald, South African bowling coach. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, it all got underway in Christchurch uh, this morning uh, with the opening ceremony of the ICC Cricket World Cup. If you, uh, if you missed it, maybe you were at work, uh, the one thing you want to see is a very awkward high five between Stephen Fleming and Richie McCaw. Uh, it was the most awkward high five you've ever. It actually wasn't a high five. They missed. That's how bad it was. Uh, but you definitely want to YouTube that. But uh, Proteus coach Alan Donald's excited to be back down under. He was there in 1992. Remember that first ball he bowled against the Aussies that uh, every South African will tell you was a wicket. But the umpire didn't agree, uh, and he's excited to be back at the tournament in Australasia. I would say I'm very excited. I, 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 I normally was as a player. I, I don't think it was more nerves. The, the nerves will never go away, but the excitement of it is just, you know, just, and as I said again, I came to this ground and I felt really excited about it. Get the feel of the, the oval, get the feel of the nets um, coming out, and, and just get that now the World Cup is right here. Let's, let's just get on with it now. Going into the tournament, Australia are ranked number one in the world, India number two, and South Africa, who are sitting third, are one of the favourites to win the tournament, and Alan Donald says that's no surprise. Yeah, I mean, that, that tag will no, never go away, I suppose, being favourites. We're always coming in it as favourites, and I think there's a very calm confidence about this group uh, that I haven't felt before, and, uh, you know, so I guess that, um, you know, we will. Momentum is such a massive thing in this World Cup, and and how how we get through this first game and get it done and dusted properly, will, will take us to Melbourne with confidence. You know, so you can't look too far ahead. You, know, you can't go and look at another game ahead. Um, it's it's taking Zimbabwe first on Sunday and then then India. Um, but look, um, yes, probably the next question will be how we deal with the chokers tag. Um, we've embraced that four years ago. Um, something that we've taken on board, faced it f- right from the word go, um, and um, and that will never go away until we win an ICC event. As simple as that. And, and we've got to we've got to come out here this this time round and prove it. Okay, do you take um, perhaps some confidence that the All Blacks were able to lift their tag at the previous World Cup? Um, yeah, we, we we take a lot of you know we we I know Russell is a, is a big is um, a very uh, keen coach in terms of um, how New Zealand did it back back in their own backyard, um, how India did it back in their backyard um, so, you know, we've taken a lot, it's a long road, the long four years that have taken place and a lot of good things have come on board um, for us to be able to get through this, um, but as I say, we, we're here now this time round and we've, we've got to prove we can get a, across the line 
South Africa made the semi-finals of the 1992 event in Australia and New Zealand. And there was some interesting innovation by particularly the All Blacks, uh, or the, the uh, Black Caps rather, in that tournament back in 1992. And one of them was opening the bowling with a spinner. Conditions are going to be fairly similar this time round. And uh, Alan Donald says there are lessons to learn from what New Zealand did back in 92. Yeah, I think it was very creative from, from New Zealand's point of view. Deepak Patel was, uh, I think, surprised everyone with the way um, they they uh, approached um, approached it from a bowling point of view and also at Auckland, which is a tiny little ground. Um, but I just think the advent of where one day cricket's now and to where it's been before is, is, is just a different ball game altogether. Um, so you expect a lot of runs, you expect some, some brave cricket and some courageous cricket, especially with the ball. So it's going to come down to that um, you know, when you're under the pump. So uh, I think especially playing at Auckland, um, but the other grounds around, you know, the MCG, ACG, big, big ground. So, uh, you know, it, um, it's going to be it's going to be exciting, put it that way. From a spin perspective? Yes, um, this ground in, in particular, very small. Uh, you see the, the, the stats here um, chasing, you know, a lot of sides, uh, sides of one here chasing quite comfortably. So, uh, you know, and, and that's, again, uh, emphasis on those first 10 overs for us, you know, bowling on, on, on a ground this size is going to have to hit Zimbabwe hard if we, if we manage to bowl second. Alan Donald was also saying it's important uh, to take wickets up front and make sure you hit the right areas because uh, you need to. The wickets are good and you need to capitalise uh, when the ball is still new. First of all, the, the, the wickets we're going to get in, in New Zealand and Australia are going to be pure wickets. They're going to be very, very good wickets. So wickets up front in the power play um, early is going to be uh, a massive factor, for, not, not only for us but for, for everyone. And then when partnerships... Um, um, but there will be partnerships and, and so I think for us that ball's got to swing, we've got to find a way of, of getting the ball reversing, you know that's, that's crucial for us um, and, um, and just be smart about it, I think we've in, in, against the West Indies, we, we, when we came back from Australia, we realised that we've got to really stay attacking throughout the innings with the ball and, um, and and we've got to find a way to be unpredictable at the back end, you know, those those kind of things. So, um, but I think we we all we're all ready to go now. Donald was also saying that there are no such teams that are minnows at this tournament. He said any of the smaller nations can beat one of their bigger nations on the day, and they are know the danger that Zimbabwe poses. Yeah. <laughs> you know all these uh, um, so-called minnow teams, uh, and Zimbabwe is no minnow team. Uh, they uh, a full a full member of the ICC, and uh, you know they. They've always found a way to scrap. I, I think in, in '99 they had a very, very fine, fine side, and uh, there is no, no way that uh, anyone in this World Cup will d- disrespect um, Zimbabwe because um, um, some of these teams are going to accept, uh, um, upset a team throughout this World Cup. Uh, so we're taking them absolutely very seriously. Of course, we know what they're capable of. Um, you know, they've got a couple of players. Uh, that we feel um, will be pivotal for them. Um, I think Hamilton Mazikatsa, who missed out in the previous World Cup in 2011, has shown that he's he's coming and he's, he's really uh, announced himself against uh, Sri Lanka with a great hundred. So uh, you know we've we prepared really well. There's uh, you know and, and we just can't wait to get in get, um, get started on on Sunday. Who do you see as the biggest threats? Everyone. <laughs> you know it's it's a very open World Cup. You know there's. Um, 
you look around and, and you see with the talent and, and the teams that are out here, you cannot not take any team lightly. And, and that's, that's just the, the, the pressure of the World Cups. Um, so if you think any, you've got a... If you think you're coming into the World Cup and you're confident about yourself, you know, um, uh, you've got to find the right time and, um, and to, to peak in this World Cup. So it's just, just finding that right balance. Proteus bowling coach uh, was looking ahead to the clash against Zimbabwe, South Africa's opener, and he says they've done a lot of hard work behind the scenes uh, on their opposition for their opening clash. Yeah, we did, a, we did some homework. Uh, we've had a good, some good meetings in the last couple of days, especially this morning. Uh, as well, so uh, strategizing around that. Um, so uh, that was a that was a good little exercise in 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 them uh, um, against them. You know, we we're going to face a lot of spin. We know that. Um, you know, so um, that's how they base their cricket around that. They've got some dangerous players, and um, you know, Williams and Ma- and Mazikatsa. Um, so um, so, I mean, that's really. Uh, that's really what we we sort of uh, expected from Zimbabwe. Tough, gritty. They find a way. Uh, they they they're the sort of team that never really goes away. So that's that's dangerous from their perspective. Well, the preparations all been done, and Alan Donald said following their loss to New Zealand midweek in their final warm-up game, the team is raring to go, uh, and uh, the excitement is really at an all-time high. Yeah, I remember getting in the bus uh, in Christchurch after the New Zealand game, and AB just said, "No, now it's time to lock in," and uh, you know, so we 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 very much. I think everyone's excited, especially now, even arriving at the ground now for this training session. We know it's right on the doorstep now, and we. We're very eager and, um, uh, to get on with it now. Yep, I'm super excited as well. I feel there's some unfinished business in Australia and New Zealand. Let's hope the Proteas can do the business. It all gets underway. Midnight tonight, funnily enough. First ball being bowled in that clash between New Zealand and Sri Lanka. And then uh, the second game tomorrow sees Australia play England in Melbourne. We'll have live crossings here on SAFM with Natalie Germanis. We'll keep you updated throughout the tournament as to what is happening at that ICC Cricket World Cup. Other cricket uh, that's taking place, the Momentum One Day Cup Final. Cape Cobras batting first 285 for uh, for eight in their 50 overs and uh, it was Richard Levy who scored an impressive 100 up front to set up that total 104 for 113 balls so the Titans need 286 for victory uh, and to be crowned the 2015 Momentum One Day Cup champions. Up next here on SAFM, we chat to Supersport United's top of September. SAFM Sports Wrap. You tune into SAFM Sports Wrap, and it seems like forever ago that I was chatting APSA Premiership. Uh, the AFCON break really sort of uh, put a halt on proceedings. It almost feels like a brand new season. We join now by Tubble September, Super Sports United. Tubble, welcome onto the show. Nice to catch up once again. Gee, you guys must be pretty excited to be back in action. It was a, a long, long festive season break for you. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Um, it's been a long season, you know, when we. When you take such a long break in, in, in mid-season, it just takes a lot out of you. And um, good to be back, though. We're good to be back. 
Tabo, with a break like this, for some teams, and I think particularly like a team like Kaiser Chiefs, who had a fantastic first half of the season, it must be, for some teams, a good thing, for some teams, a bad thing. I mean, for Chiefs, it could be a case of it could sort of break that momentum, but for teams who are sort of struggling, it's a nice way to almost go, you know what, what's happened's happened, it's time to start afresh, and Supersport United haven't had the best of seasons currently sitting outside of the top eight, and for you guys, it could be the latter. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is for us. We feel like it was um, a needed break so that we can really plan now and uh, plan for the rest of the season. You know, um, I'm sure with, with with clubs like Chiefs and and, and and Sundowns, I feel for them it was a matter of saying uh, let the league uh, continue so that they can you know go on and finish it. But uh, we're happy that that it's back on now. Now we can really like um, put the targets and really. Um, take the second second round of the season now with another um, better positive attitude. Yeah, well, you, your first match of the season that took place uh, on midweek on Wednesday against uh, yeah. Free State Stars Lucas Moripa Stadium. You guys were two 0 up. Uh, Free State Stars came back and, and ended up drawing that one two all. That, that that must almost feel like a bit of a loss for you, even though you did come away with some points. It's disappointing to 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 draw that way. Yeah, yeah, I know it was disappointing for us. It was almost the case of a deja vu because we, we played them in the first round away and we were leading 2-0 and they came back in the second half to to win. And um, you know what, we we know where we made wrong and we, we managed to get a point out of the game when we deserved the three points. But, you know, Fusil Stars also, they, they, they put in the work, which in the second round, we um, second half of the, of the game, we will lacked a lot of uh, composure in terms of controlling the game and um, they capitalized on that but um, yeah it's, it's, it's a good start for us even though it's not the best but it's good that we, we didn't lose the game so now we can we can build from that yeah, and look ahead to, to the next game because they, they come thick and fast now you yeah. have to, to Nelspray to take on Bumalanga Black Aces Bombella tomorrow uh, and that mm-hmm. game I mean just looking I know Coach Gordon Nickerson was saying that the weather conditions uh, are obviously going to be really tough uh, it's a bit of a heat wave expected tomorrow and, and Black Aces mm-hmm. are, a, are a, a tough side at home yeah no they are they are a tough side at home and um Let's hope that they, since they also they are based here in Joburg, that um, the heat will, will work on both teams that side. Um, uh, but you know, we have a game plan, and we know how to. Um, if we implement it right, we know that we, we can come back with the three points. And um, it, it's going to be a tough game, though. Um, take nothing from them; they've got great players and and a great coach in, in them. Yeah. You talk about their great coach. You've got a, a pretty decent coach yourself to his first season with uh, with Supersport United, Gordon Eggerson. Uh, since he's taken over the reins, things things looking pretty good. And, and a win a win tomorrow could see you guys moving to the top half of the table. Yeah, yeah. No, we we have a one of the best coaches in South Africa, and um, in, in saying that, that's why we we managed to win the Tokom in, in his first um, couple of months with us. And um, now we had a good time of the preseason to play with him and. To make sure that we, we we follow his instructions in the game and um, uh, come back with a with a good second round um, of of the season. I mean, I, I don't know Gordon Nickerson that well, but he, he seems like a bit of a, a hard taskmaster. He couldn't have been too chuffed with uh, with that performance midweek where, where where you were ahead and, and ended up drawing the game. He must have had some stern words with you guys in the change room afterwards. Yeah, he was very disappointed, and so was the rest of the technical team and the players as well. You know, they know that they've let them down personally, and uh, 
um, the coach uh, down the club down because uh, leading two nil the club that super sports shouldn't really like uh, be um, throwing a game when you lead two nil if you wanna because we are building for for next season where we we wanna challenge for the for the league and um, this this was not good for us in, in in terms of building and the coach was really really disappointed but um, what a what a first half we had in terms of. The, the chances that we took and um, but uh, yeah second 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 half the coach was really disappointed with the way we played second half Tom well, you mentioned uh, the Kaiser Chiefs when we were talking about the break in the season and, and how that could, could sort of affect a team like Chiefs but uh, also just looking at a team like Mamelodi Sundowns they, they're not in action in the PSL tomorrow they've got CAF Champions League do you think their, their focus being shifted to, to that campaign could benefit uh, the, the other teams in, uh, on the Absa Premiership log that they, that's all they need to focus on it's, it's difficult when you're playing in multiple competitions to sort of know where you need to be focusing on at one particular time it is difficult it is difficult um when you when you've got too many competitions if if you don't have that the, the squad for it but i feel like teams like sundowns and Chiefs, they've um sundowns especially they've got the, the the squad to to carry them for the for the season in in terms of playing africa and netbank and then the league as well so you i think the players will also be motivated that they'll be playing games day week in week out, and uh, that that just builds confidence when you play a lot of games. And uh, um, let's hope that if they win away, and it will it will build them when they when they come back. But if they get a bad result, then it might be a, a negative thing because of the fatigue and everything, and the spirit in the team might be dampened. So it depends on how they play in the uh, when they when they play in the in the cliff. And um, coming back into the league, it might it might affect them positive or negative. I know you guys uh, sort of tend to focus one game at a time, but uh, I mean, after Amazulu, you, you're playing Chiefs midweek again, and like yeah. I say, it's it's quick turnaround times. That one happening on Tuesday. Uh, Chiefs are, are an incredible, incredible nick at the moment. Uh, yeah. you, you think you've got what it takes to beat them uh, on Tuesday? No, we do. We do. We've got a, we've got a we've got one of the best teams in, in, in I mean in one of the top three when it comes to the quality of players that we have in, in, in the season in, in, in this league and um, Kaiser Chiefs you know uh, they, they are a team that plays well when they play um, compact and, and together uh, in, in, in a match and they, the way they attack and defend but um, when we are on, in our best game we, we, can, we can beat any team in the league and uh, it couldn't have come at a better time for us because we we it, it, players they need to be motivated when they play against such teams like the Chiefs and so on. So we're looking forward to that game, but um, yeah, we'll focus on on, on aces and then. After that, we will hit the, hit the ground for, for Kaiser Chiefs, which is there. Tabo September from Supersport United. Thank you so much for joining us today. Tabo, good luck for that match uh, tomorrow afternoon at the Mbombella kickoff at half past three. Uh, and we look forward to, to chatting again soon here on SAFM Sports Wrap. Thank you, Brighton. Thank you to your team. SAFM Sports Wrap. This is SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And I feel like uh, a kid whose birthday it is this weekend. It's uh, so exciting. Super Rugby's back. The Cricket World Cup starts. Uh, PSL action back. Uh, it's been uh, a, f- a bit of a dry spell as far as live sport goes here in South Africa. But it's back with a bang uh, this weekend. And uh, it's time to chat some rugby now. The first two matches of the Super Rugby season uh, have taken place today already, as you heard at the top of the show. And we join now by Craig Ray. Craig, welcome back onto the show. Nice to catch. I think it's the first time we've spoken this year, and uh, yeah, great to have Super Rugby back on the calendar. 
Yeah, great, isn't it? And I can't believe we're into another rugby season and World Cup year, of course. So, big season ahead and uh, it's going to be fantastic in terms of rugby. There's so much to look forward to. So, you know, it's already started a bit with the sevens and uh, quite a start today in Super Rugby. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, looking at the, at the opener, uh, the Crusaders, seven-time champions, uh, looked very rusty this morning. They did. You know, they're notoriously slow starters to the competition, but that was... <laughs> That wasn't a slow start. That was going backwards this morning. They, they were really poor, weren't they? I mean, even, you know, the, the Rebels even had a play in the Sunbin uh, for 10 minutes in the first half. And uh, the Crusaders also, to be fair, had a play in the Sunbin during the game. But uh, they, they just didn't look cohesive at all. Dan Carter didn't look great at fly off, and then he was injured and hobbled off with a leg injury. So that, that also compounded problems for them. But uh, it certainly wasn't a vintage Crusaders performance. And, you know, the, the staggering thing about that result was you have to go back 11 years for the last time the Crusaders lost at home to an Australian side. Wow. A phenomenal stat. I mean, this was the 24th game home game against an Australian team, uh, and, and they finally lost one. It's, it's an incredible record. And who would have guessed that the Melbourne Rebels would be the team that would do it? Yeah, exactly. And they also, they've come off three preseason losses as well. So not in the greatest of Nick. That's going to be an interesting one to watch. The other game that took place this morning uh, was a, a, a tri-fest. The Brumbies running in six against uh, the Reds. 43-7, uh, no, 47-3 rather, uh, the final score there. Big, big win for the Brumbies. Yeah, incredible. And I mean, the Reds are obviously a bit depleted. They, 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 without Craig Cooper for the start of the year, no, they've got a few issues, but, you know, Richard Graham, their coach, he's been around a bit and he hasn't been successful wherever he's been, and this isn't a great start to that. And David Pocock back to the Brumbies made a big difference today as well. So it's amazing what a world-class player like that can do to a team. So, you know, Jake White left the Brumbies in very good condition. I mean, he took them to the final in 2013. and They didn't quite kick on last year, but uh, they, they certainly didn't lose... The, uh, the core of the team that he had built and they seem to be kicking on a little bit this year so they could be a story to watch this season but you know round one games are weird as well you can't always take that result and think that this is our you know this is going to be the team that's going to set the pace for the tournament but 47-3 what a hiding and the Reds are going to have some problems if uh, they don't get to act together very quickly. Craig, before we look at the, at the weekend's clashes, just one thing I, I've sort of seen with with regards to, to the way things always, there's this ebb and flow in Super Rugby, and, and you might not be able to pick a team yet, but if you look at Australia and you look at the way their teams are playing, you look at the way they finished the season last season, they started really well now, it's a World Cup year, it's, it's going to be a, an interesting one to watch. Absolutely. I mean, Australia have been getting better and better. You know, they were better under Michael Checker last year, I thought, and they, they're going to still keep improving. Australia's problem, of course, is at the World Cup. They're in a pretty tough group with Wales and England. So, um, you know, and England looked good, didn't they, when they beat Wales last week in the Six Nations? And, and Wales, of course, are always going to be a decent side, especially when they're going to play most of their World Cup games at home ground. So Australia have got a very tough group, but I think they have David Pocock back in the mix. They'll have James O'Connor back. Uh, they might even, there's rumours that Matt Gitto might be called up from too long. So, you know, Australia will be a decent side at the World Cup. They always are at World Cups. And, well, that is the group of death. And the worrying factor there for, from a South African point of view is the Springboks should top their group and they will play the second team in that group. And you could see the Springboks up against Australia in a World Cup quarterfinal again. Oh, that would be... <laughs> Hopefully Bryce Lawrence isn't around. Don't jinx it, Craig. Don't jinx it. The other games tonight, uh, or I say the other games tonight, there is one tonight. The Emirates Lions up against the Hurricanes, but then tomorrow the Blues, Chiefs, Sharks, uh, Cheetahs, Bulls, Stormers, and then Sunday sees the Waratahs and the Force. Uh, out of those games, which do you reckon is the game of the weekend? 
Well, I suppose Bull Stormers, the old North versus South at Loftus, that's going to be a cracking game. Although when you look at the Stormers side, it looks a little bit like a Curry Cup team. There's not a lot of experience in that team, especially in the back line. Only three Springboks in the Stormers lineup, 13 Springboks in the Bulls lineup. So it's just purely on paper. The Bulls should win that game and win it comfortably. But, you know, the Stormers, they're competent side. They're, they're confident. I think best-case scenario there for the Stormers might come away with a losing bonus point. That would probably be a good result for them, actually. Tonight's game's going to be interesting. The Lions against the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes have won the last five between these teams. But the Lions really showed last year that they were right. They made the Curry Cup final last year. They won their last three games of the 2014 Super Rugby competition. And under Jan Ackerman, they've built a nice little chaos there. And I quite fancy the Lions at Ellis Park. They're, they're a good team there. And, they, you know, a couple of players have made Springbok selection, and that just sort of lifts the whole mood around the camp. Warren Whiteley's a Springbok now. Martin Sporship's a Springbok. Um, Julian Redling, I suppose, is not playing tonight. He's a Springbok. So they've had these guys that have been in the mix, and that you know, makes everyone believe that, gee, we're doing something good here, because look at these guys. They've become Springboks. And it's amazing what they can do for a team's confidence. So it should be a fun old game as well, because the Hurricanes are never known for their great defense. They like to attack, and uh, the Lions also like to attack. So we could be in for an, uh, you know, a fun tri-festival this evening. Yeah, it uh, kicks off at 10 past 7 tonight. I need to rush home after this to catch that. Craig Gray, you're going to be covering the Celci Sharks uh, Toyota Cheetahs match for us tomorrow afternoon here on SAFM Sports Special. Uh, we'll chat then. Have yourself a great evening. Enjoy tonight's game. We'll chat tomorrow. Yeah, chat tomorrow. Thanks, Brad. SAFM Sports Wrap. Whoever sold that sponsorship, uh, it's a bit of a tongue twister. The Cell... I can't say it. The Cell Sea Sharks. Say that three times fast. Uh, We'll chat to Craig Ray again tomorrow afternoon. Lots coming up on SAFM Sports Special this weekend. We'll also have live football action. Platinum Stars up against Orlando Pirates from the Royal Buffalo King. We'll also chat to South African Fed Cup captain Earl Granger. We'll find out what's happening on the European Golf Tour circuit. There's lots of live sport taking place. HSBC World 7 Series gets underway early hours of tomorrow morning uh, in Las Vegas. The Blitzbocker in action. And as I mentioned as well, Cricket World Cup action gets underway midnight tonight. Sri Lanka up against New Zealand. Make sure you stay tuned to SAFM. We'll have all the updates for you. Thank you very much to the entire team once again. And don't forget, uh, if you'd like to be in touch, you can tweet us at SAFM Sports Wrap. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for SAFM Sports Wrap as well. The Friday edition is up next. My name is Brad Brown. I'll be back again tomorrow at 3 I've got more sport coming your way on AM Live tomorrow morning. Until then, have yourself a great evening and cheers.